check it out. I got 21 tips for 2021. I ordinarily wouldn't do this for anyone, but you're the lucky listener that gets to hear these 21 tips today. So check out what I've got for you. Pay close attention. You're probably going to want to write a couple of these down. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew, and in this episode of Learn How to See Better, I'm excited to be able to give you uh, one of the best gifts so that I can think of for this season as we prepare for the new year, as we get ready for 2021 to be upon us. I want us to welcome it. I want us to welcome it with open arms. I'd like to see us welcome 2021 with um, just a great deal of positive energy. And so what I thought I would do is uh, put together 21 tips for 2021 that I think will get you started off to quite possibly your best year yet. And I've uh, prepared some things here. I did not put these in any particular order because, you know, any sort of good nugget, if you can take just one of these and really lean on it and lean into it next year to make the best of the year to come, you're going to be in great shape. And so in the spirit of uh, getting some good fresh air and some good fresh energy, I'm outside right now. It's mid-December 2020. It's about 70 degrees. Sunny day. Blue sky. I mean, not a cloud in the sky for a distance. It's quiet, peaceful. A beautiful thing. So let's dive in. You know, right out of the gate, I think my number one tip, okay, I take that back. This one I ranked, but the rest of these are really just as I thought of them and as I thought about, you know, how I had different experiences in my life that that really brought forth these tips and how they've helped me at different times in my life. Number one's gotta be live with definiteness. You know, I talk about living with definiteness as this concept, as this belief, as this viewpoint on the world of how you can go through life with intention and to have you know the integrity of intention and the things that you intend to do should align with your actions in the real world and and to practice that is much easier said than done but to live with definiteness is one of the things that my wife and I found play a significant role in allowing us to feel as though we are getting the most out of life uh, to think with the right mindset and to stay grounded in the things that matter most and not focus on the things that matter least. So living with definiteness will be a recurring theme uh, that's spoken to. But for now, just that phrase, that idea of operating with a sense of definiteness of purpose is probably one of the most significant adjustments that someone can make to the things they're doing currently and will probably be the number one tip that I give everyone for 2021 whether you already practice this in one way or another, or if the concept's completely new. Live with definiteness. It's definitely some loud sound in the sky right now, but we're gonna work on through that. As we move on, living with definiteness. So that's number one, live with definiteness. Number two, Give more love. Give more love. I think this one is so overlooked because, uh, number one, there's a certain gift that comes with giving. 
you know, that I could really expand on, but giving more love, I mean, who couldn't use more love in their life? I mean, have you ever heard of someone suffering from having too much love, too much positive, genuine, unconditional love in the world? No, it's unheard of. So why would it be a bad thing to ever consider giving more love? You know, we've just come through a year where maybe people to get to spend as much quality time together in person as they're used to. Maybe it's an adjustment to have to love from afar or from a distance and you want to try to figure out how you can bring more love into your world even with restrictions in place that prevent you from doing so in ways that are familiar to you. Well, giving more love, just thinking with that mentality can often be just something as simple as the act. You know, the call on the birthday, the, the, the message from out of the blue, the quick hello, hey, how you doing? Um, you could write a letter, send an old picture, share a memory, crack a joke, send a laugh, right? Give more love. Let someone know you're thinking of them. Maybe offer them the help. Give more love in whatever way feels best for you, whatever way feels best to you, to be able to share love with the people that you feel something special for and that matter most in your world. So that's number two, give more love. Number three, reflect and project. This one I'm so much a fan of. I've de dedicated a whole podcast episode to reflect and project. I talk about this because it's so simple and so easy, yet it's also easy not to do. Because you see, when you look at the events of a day, the events of a week, the events of a month, the events of a year, if we don't take the time to really process what just happened in a certain span of time, it can be easy for us to just roll into the next day, roll into the next week, roll into the next month, and on and on and on from years to decades, and then all of a sudden we've gone through life and just never really lived it. We've got to reflect. We've got to assess what went on. Where'd you go? Who'd you see? What'd you do? How was it? And if those things line up with the things that we want, then great. Consider doing more of the same. Figure out ways that that can even get better potentially. But if it's not giving you that warm fuzzy, you know, it gives you an opportunity to make corrections in your course and project a new plan to put forth a new set of intentions on how you can make positive changes and adjustments. No different than, you know, a football game. You know, sometimes the coach has got to talk to the players in the locker room at halftime so you can reflect what went wrong, right? We didn't move the ball down the field. We had too many turnovers. They walked all over us. We, we didn't tackle. We didn't play defense. Okay, knowing that, how do we make these adjustments? How can we project the positivity into the second half so we can come out victorious? Because you don't just lay down at halftime and give up. And the game's on the field and also in the game of life. So how will you reflect on this year? How will you reflect on this holiday season? How will you reflect on the milestones that you've experienced in this year and project them into the next year. What will you take from those experiences? Don't just get through those things. Don't just get through this year. Get from the year and project into the next year how all that comes together and empowers you to have the most positive experience. Number four, think for yourself. First and foremost, just think of what it would be like if we all thought for ourselves, right? We, you know, sometimes it's important for us to have, you know, independent thought and to be able to take 
in the world around us through as unfiltered a lens as possible so we can make use of our natural information processing facilities being our brain to understand things, right? So thinking for yourself is important because, you know, at any time you go through life and through events in life, you recognize that we will all have differences in views and differences in opinions on the way the world works and spins and turns and more. And so we have to make sure that we're using our best judgment and processing new ideas, which ones sit well with us, which ones make sense, which ones don't, and have those thoughts be led with, again, the definiteness of purpose that uh, the directions that you take and the moves that you make are aligned with the things that you truly believe. So think for yourself. Be able to form and develop your own opinions. Don't just take someone else's um, for no good reason when you have the ability to form your own. It's important to be able to think for yourself. Number five, let's pick up the pace a little bit and just move every day, every day. There's not too many people that can talk down the benefits of uh, exercise, positive physical activity. Doesn't mean you have to go out and run marathons. Doesn't mean you have to join your closest CrossFit gym. Both those things would be good for you, but if that's not necessarily in the cards for your vision, it doesn't mean you have to do that. The most significant thing is to just move, to just start moving, to pick up a more active attitude towards each and every day with regards to movement. Again, the benefits can be unlocked within minutes. Just standing in place and twisting or rotating. Some people do stretches or fun, um, form, you know, fun movements, right? Just loosening their body up, reaching above their head, reaching to the side, throw a punch, throw a kick, just move around, jumping jack, hula hoops, tai chi, right? Just move and do this every day and use the power of motion to give you more energy because energy is important to be able to have. Life is every bit worth living and you want to be able to be as energized as possible when you go through life's experiences. So just move every day. Probably one of the best habits you could pick up with regards to physical activity without the need for any special doctor's note or, or thick catalog on how to get started. Just move every day. Everyone knows how to take a walk around the block or sit down on the ground and stand back up. You do that 10 times, I guarantee you'll Heart rate goes up just a little bit. Take it easy, but just move every day. And then you can go from there. Number six, be thankful. Be thankful. You've made it to 2021. Congratulations. Be thankful. Count your blessings. Be appreciative of the love that you have in life, the people that you have in life, the blessings that you have in life. Assuming you're listening to this, chances are you've got food, shelter, basic accommodations, and hopefully basic level of love in your life and happiness in your life. So be thankful for all that you do have. Even if you have suffered loss or gone through turmoil or difficulty, be thankful for what you do have. And even in the face of loss, we must be thankful for the times that we did get to share uh, with the people that we no longer have in our lives or with other uh, elements of our world that may longer no longer be with us. 
be thankful. Be thankful. Okay? Can't take away all those good times that you've had and the blessings that you currently enjoy. Number seven, hydrate. Hydrate. This is just basic fuel for function. To hydrate, we are such a large percentage of our bodies are water. Dehydration is one of the biggest things that impedes our thinking. We need to have clear mental thinking. We need to have clear thinking. Uh, anytime you look at ways you can make improvements to be able to just think more clearly, starting with one of the most vital resources that we all need to survive, and that's water. So we've got to hydrate. Hydrate, good old-fashioned water. Number eight, I highly recommend as we talk about energy, connecting with your energy source. In this day and age, for so many, that means so many different things, right? Some instances, just simply saying, pray, does the trick. For some, it's a little different, but the idea is we all want to be able to tap into our energy source, our creator, the source of energy that moves through us. Connect with that. Find ways to resonate at your optimal frequency. Do the things that put you in your peak state, right? Connect with your energy source. For some people, it's music. Put on a nice groove and tune. You get those positive vibrations moving through your body and puts the whole body in motion. Talk about state control. Connecting with your energy source. Find what it is for you, right? Get around the people that make you happy. Do the things that make you feel good. Connect with your energy source. It's deeper than this short physical existence that we have. So we have to uh, tap into all that we can with what we have in this current day. In the spirit of that, my tip is to eat the earth's food. Good stuff that comes out of the earth that we, that we live on is designed to help us you know, survive, right? We could all probably do a better job of bringing more good old fashioned vegetables into our diet, right? No matter what we tend to uh, gravitate towards as far as nutrition, not too many people beat up on the vegetables as long as they're you know, clean and properly uh, you know, taken care of and safe to eat, guess what? They're gonna do a body good. And that just feeds into the idea of number 10, the idea of practicing positivity. Just look at more positive things that you can do in your world each and every day. The positive benefits of putting high quality fuel sources from a nutritional standpoint into your body to thinking more positively about the world around us, right? Positive outlook brings, helps to bring a positive outcome. Practicing that positive way of thinking. When you hear about something that's unfortunate, how can you place that, place some positivity around that, you know? It's unfortunate if, 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 if you've lost a friend or a loved one, um, but you can be thankful about how they've impacted your life, right? And practice the positive thinking that comes with uh, remembrance of people that are important to you and practicing the lessons that you've learned from them. So practicing positivity in your health, in your, in your relationships with others, with yourself, right? Being more positive in your outlook overall is gonna be one of the best tips I can recommend for the year ahead. Number 11, Learn your habits so you can break them. The reason I say this is, is part of practicing positivity. Just the one I mentioned before this is, you know, you can be very positive, but if you recognize that you have habits of negative thinking, you might want to be aware of that. Like, wow, I always tend to do this. 
when this happens, right? Um, maybe you say mean things to people when someone makes you angry. You know, if, if you can find ways, uh, maybe you're a little grumpy in the morning before you've had your cup of coffee, or if you haven't exercised in three or four or five days, you know, try to find those connections where you have habits that tell the tale, that tell the story of things that are less desirable in your life. Because if you've got some bad habits, you need to learn to understand those so you can be in a position to actually break them. Learn your habits so you can break them. It's kind of a a great life hack. Pay attention. You know, they say awareness is the first step towards change. You have to be aware enough to understand what are the things that you do habitually that might work against you. If you can be so honest, is to evaluate them in that way. Now, number 12, this one's big. This one's big. I could go on and on. But right now, I'll say, frame your focus on the facts. Frame your focus on the facts. So what I mean by that is, is you can look at a piece of information, a data point, a fact, and it's just information, right? Okay, the temperature gauge outside says 115 degrees. Okay, that's a fact. All right. Well, what are the what's the focus around that fact? Do we have positive thoughts around that fact or do we have negative thoughts around that fact? Right. Um, A positive thought might be, wow, it was 120 yesterday. I guess it's cooling down today. Right. We might be past the heat of the day. It could be a positive way to look at that particular fact. A negative way could say, all right, well, you know, this is so hot, I can barely survive out here in the desert at 115 degrees. This is terrible. And just those two paths of thinking around the same fact start to go down a path that just propagates all sorts of energy. And then you can see how that outlook towards life um, can really take, you know, a particular fact about the world and really spin a very positive or very negative thing based on whether you look at things through a fear-based gauge or a faith-based gauge or set of lenses. So try to frame your focus on the facts. You know, if you've heard a lot of negative information, you know, that, or a lot of information that you would typically frame as negative, are there ways to look at some positive spin on them to help you be able to adopt a more uh, lighthearted view about ways to look at um, optimistic things in the world ahead, right? You know, we have to have a positive outlook looking ahead or you get to a point if no one had a positive outlook on the future, how well does that work? It doesn't. (laughs) No positive outlook for anyone. And uh, if if everyone's outlook is pretty bleak, then that's probably what becomes uh, the thing that's manifested. So we must learn how to properly frame our focus on the facts. Do it now. That's number 13. Do it now. If you have something that from this exercise, listening to these 21 tips for 2021, jumps off the page at you, I've got to do that. That one's, I think, going to be a big impact for me. I struggle with this this year, and this tip is just going to really hit that nail on the head then I recommend that with number 13, you do it now. Take note of that. Take some sort of action to put in place to start making and affecting that change that you know you need. It's calling you. Do it now. Number 14, gain clarity on what you want. 
you know, many of us have had uh, additional time to reflect and hopefully have taken it to do just that so that they can project that positivity. But it can also be used in the, in the time before we project forward is, is with the reflection, we gain clarity on what we want, what we need, you know, what's missing in our world, what are adjustments that you need to make based on what you want, based on what you need. These are big time things that we need to be clear on. So I recommend that everyone take the time to gain clarity on what they want. It could be at the end of the year, between Christmas and New Year's. It could be right now. As soon as you're done listening to this, take a few minutes to gain clarity on what you want. Take some time to think about some of your experiences and how do you make adjustments in your life? How do you figure out a way to get what you want out of life in this world of abundance? Number 15, steer clear of fear. I'm not here to say what should be or shouldn't be your fear, but if you've got fear in your world, steer clear of it, right? Steer clear of it and find ways to do so, you know? And that can be um, one of those things for, for people varies greatly, right? Um, sometimes you might want to go somewhere. and You get to your destination and steam's like that might be a little too crowded for you. That doesn't jive well, creates a certain feeling, steer clear of it. Who says you gotta go, right? If you have other people around you that, that are passing information to you constantly that, that does nothing more than create a sense of fear around you, steer clear of them. Nobody says you have to sign up for or subscribe to that information feed. Steer clear of fear, right? And in whatever way it presents itself in your life so you can rid yourself of it, right? Any situation that's not one that you uh, look to embrace with positivity and comfort, there's not necessarily a reason to go into that. So steer clear of things that, that create fear and anxiety in your world. Now it's up to you to determine what those are, but just disconnect. They're typically not, they're not required. So make note of that and make things a little bit easier on yourself by steering clear of fear. So that's 15 so far, 15 tips for 2021 designed to specifically help you accelerate and unlock and move forward and have progress and feel as though the future is worth living because I see it that way. And that positive outlook, positive outcome, that's the vibration that I resonate with. So let's move on quickly to number 16. Learn something new. Learn something new. It's so important to keep the brain young and active by working that mental muscle. Learn something new. And this could be from a, from a pleasurable standpoint. This could be from a, just an intellect standpoint. This could be from a money-making standpoint, right? You know, a lot of people had impact to their business this year. And they might have had to, might have had to learn something new to determine more creative ways to generate income. So the more often we're learning something new, the better position we're going to be in to adjust to changes in our environment and minimize the impact of the unexpected. So learn something new. We're built to adapt, right? We're built to adjust. Human beings are amazing, remarkable species. Keep learning, keep growing. Number 17, laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. You know, at times where the mood is heavy, tensions are high, situation seems a little bit thick, 
laughter, humor, comedy can really help to bring some sanity to the situation and help us release some of that tension. You know, some good old gut-busting laughter. Knee-slapping joke, have you fallen out of your chair and crying laughing. When was the last time you almost fell over, you heard a joke that made you laugh so hard or saw something that really had, had you giggling? Look at ways that you could laugh out loud because you've had it in a long time. You'll find a certain unique joy that comes with that experience and just that release, those good endorphins that come from good-hearted, fun, innocent laughter. Laugh out loud. Number 18, I would say to challenge yourself. Number 18 is to challenge yourself. And why do I say number 18 is challenge yourself? Is because you know what? Sometimes the benefits of a challenge are that you create a scenario where you shift the focus of the mind to do something new, something it hasn't done before, something that will require growth to complete. And so the benefit of challenging yourself or, or affiliating yourself with or joining a group that uh, participates in some sort of challenge is the design is to attempt doing something you haven't done before, something you struggled with, and to leverage guidance, to leverage the power of a group to be able to tap into those superpowers, so to speak, and unlock abilities in yourself that you did not know existed previously. Kind of crazy, right? Kind of crazy. So once you're done challenging yourself next year, I think many of you will have a new experience that helps you to learn other things about yourself, right? You know, the thing about challenge is, is similar to adversity, and adversity is beneficial in many ways because it helps us to learn more about ourselves, to identify with things in our persona that you didn't necessarily have clarity on. And so for number 19, my tip is to identify your superpower. I believe that we're all blessed with gifts, many of them very unique from one another, and we've all kind of got a superpower, whether we know it or not, whether we give credit for ourselves or not. Whether you, you could be a great cook and say, oh, I just always had to cook to survive, so I didn't realize that I had amazing skills in this arena. But that might be your superpower. It doesn't mean enough to go start a business with it, but understanding that that's your superpower, that could create all sorts of opportunities in your world to have more fun doing what you're doing, making the experience more pleasurable. And who knows? Maybe profitability is in the picture. You just never know. But starting with identifying your superpower could be one of the biggest things out there that help you feel more positive, more confident about the year ahead because you know you have skills to bring to the table that are valuable to the marketplace. But we've got to get clear on identifying our superpowers and it helps us to recognize some of our value and worth as we look at taking care of our own uh, mental health uh, and being our strongest best version of ourselves mentally. So that's number 19, is identifying yourself or your superpower. Number 20, I will call finding your favorite. Number 20, when I say find your favorite, it's for 2020. Find your favorite moment of 2020. I know this one goes down in the history books as the year that everyone would like to forget. Just tear it off the calendar like it never happened and it's just gone forever forgotten out of the history books. But guess what? 2020 is a part of all of our experience, so it's important to make sure that we find our favorite moment of 2020 and anchor that and solidify it in our minds because you know what? When you have an experience or you have 
a viewpoint about an experience or a year, it's going to be easy to quickly reference, yeah, 2020, oh man, that one was just a dumpster fire. You know, that was really bad. 2020 was horrible for everyone. But at the same time, I would be willing to challenge anyone and say, hey, we all had positive moments in 2020. And if we're going to have to remember this year anyway, can we try to attempt anchoring in our mind some of our favorite, most positive moments in 2020 that you can hold close to your heart so you have a little bit more positive remembrance and, and, and just a more positive set of memories around this experience of life as opposed to a negative set of memories because we can choose what we want to hold on to. And while we may not be able to change the events, we can change some of the experiences around those events that were part of those same era, That's, uh, that were part of that same time frame. And so in 2020, I know that there were positive experiences that I had as well as many others. And it's important to be able to try to, even if it seems artificial, to bubble up in your own mind some of those positive experiences to the top because it's you who get to choose what you hold on to. And while there may be a lot of things we want to let go of with regards to the memory for this year, you will want to at least keep some positive with it. Don't just keep the bad stuff. There's good stuff too, all right? Save room for the good stuff when you find your favorite moment of 2020. And that's what I would suggest people spend more energy focusing on and anchoring down and locking away into the time capsule than the opposite. Last but not least, number 21 is to recharge and reset. You know, at the end of the day, uh, New Year's Day is on a Friday, and it's just the day after Thursday. And in a flash, the New Year's here, right? And so often we can just kind of keep going and not really look at the fact that the, the tree we're trying to saw down has become quite dull or not look at the fact that we haven't had time to really process um, last one, two, three months, let alone the last year. So to take the appropriate time you need to recharge and reset, reset your outlook, reset the, the, the frame that you're looking through, you know, the way you're framing the, uh, your outlook on the world, right? Reset that. Reset that as best you can once you've gone through these other 20 tips and look at more positivity being applied. Because unless you're ready to hang it up, it's time to begin again. From the conceptual standpoint of things, we got to keep living. We got to keep doing the things that we're doing that uh, are bringing joy to the world, joy to our lives, right? We got to keep loving one another. And um, that's just a part of all this. So, 21 tips that I think could serve us all well in the year ahead. These are definitely 21 that I fully intend uh, to practice in my own world. And that's part of why I put the, uh, the thought. And is sharing this with all of you as I've learned how to see better. I see these as 21 ways that can enhance what the year ahead is like for me and for my family, those around me, the experience that I have, and the positivity that I generate and the positive impact that I have in the world. So that's just my way. I'm looking at all this, excited to share it, excited to say it. And uh, now that it's been shared, hopefully you'll be able to put it into practice and share with others as well. So that's what I've got for you today. Learn how to see better. 21 tips for 2021. Let's have plenty of fun putting these into place, everyone. Thanks again for joining, and I'll catch you on the next episode.
Thanks.